You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Geeking out across the globe. Hold on to your butts. It's the Geek.io Show. Huzzah! This is the part where CJ is usually yelling at you guys, but it's not CJ yelling this week. On the Geek I.O. Show, your podcast to playground, episode number 251. Two? Did we decide on that officially? I'm pretty sure it's one. Yes. Recorded on Thursday, the 21st of June of the year of insanity, 2018. I'm your host, Jose. Wait a minute. I'm reading the wrong notes. Uh, I'm Josh. <laughs> I misspelled Josh's name. I'm Raul. Sorry about that, Josh. No, it's okay. You just have to drink now because we know how this game goes. Raul misses misspelled something. Raul drinks. Actually, I do have drink. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm Carrie. Programming commands into the Nightbot to make it count drinks for us. <laughs> And uh, yeah, as you may have noticed, those of you who are actually tuning in live, we don't have the usual crew with us because the boats have still sailed off to the magical land of Australia and kidnapped an Aussie that we usually have on the show. So instead, we grew a budlong. Yay! <laughs> well done. Occasionally I have good ideas, but only very occasionally. Well done. I was trying to sneak in something at the very end, and you uh, you pulled out a better a better option. I like it. <laughs> I mean, come on. You, you may be an ex-producer, but we still love you. Oh, Otherwise, we wouldn't have forced you. I mean, invited you back. <laughs> it's not like so we're desperate out of the country with like that. The internet. You have to come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we could always just say that this is Azevedo's evolved form. Yes. It, he He dropped an R started spelling his name correctly and uh, <laughs> leveled up. Shots fired. Dang. We're going to hear about that one later. Isn't he like your neighbor? Yeah, pretty much. Like literally I could walk to his house and get back before, well, before halftime for sure. I'm a slow walker. <laughs> so it's like us in the boats, except there's nobody there right now. Yes. Yeah. Well, you oh. visit the president. I'm pretty sure he's still crashing at their place. Yeah. I, th- I think we have to, uh, I think we're supposed to leave politics off this show, right? It's okay. He's not the president anymore. So, uh, how's everybody been? Hi. <laughs> Long, drawn out sigh. I'm good. I don't want to cut anybody off. Uh, so, I didn't, I didn't know when to start talking. Go for it. <laughs> It's so awkward. Uh, no, it's good. Um, I think the last time I was on was still, yeah, I was at I was at my current job now. So uh, I was at Bluefish at the time. I was mainly doing video production, if I remember correctly, and I have now moved up to project management. So video is my side, um, 
not side hustle because it's still from Bluefish. What is what is that called? It's like my oh, by the way, you still do this. So, ah. uh, but it's been it's been good. I, I think we've talked about it at length previously. I really like spreadsheets, and that is um, turning out to be very beneficial as a project management project manager <laughs> uh, oh, for they, an agency that does you know three month long uh, projects. So, so they uh, they call you the king of the spreadsheets. Uh, my wife does. She's she said if I had a bedsheets. Yeah, she said if I had a show like Oprah, I would I would give out spreadsheets. I'd be like, and you get a spreadsheet, and you get a spreadsheet. So and you get a paper cut. Ah! <laughs> they just did that thing where they just added to your job description, right? Your uh, and other tasks as needed. No, thankfully, uh, this is a it's a local um, it's a local business, and uh, I've known the owner since. I've probably known him five years or so now um, and been doing podcasts and stuff with him previously. And uh, he, he started picking up local business cause it's a, it's an agency. So we do um, design work, website development stuff. So it doesn't have to be local clients. Uh, but he started trying to, to, to get local clients um, in order to, to bolster the businesses around us. Um, Cause we started a podcast uh three years ago we just did 100 episodes uh recently because we were super inconsistent on how many episodes we would do uh each season uh which we no longer do because that's dumb for this type of podcast anyway uh so we were doing it around local business owners so we would talk to local um mom and pop shop owners and talk about how they got there what they've done talk to the mayor because he used to run a like uh, paper plant so we um we were doing that. And in the process, we're going to know all these local people and then realizing like they could really benefit from our services. They, they weren't being, um, their needs weren't being met locally. So we were, we started pushing more local. Uh, and with that came more business, which means uh, he needed somebody to help do some of the other stuff. And that's where my job role came from. And now project manager, because he's really busy and we pay for a crazy piece of software that uh, it's, I, this is getting way too in depth. I think you guys don't really care this no. much about my life, but <laughs> go, for um, go for it. Go for well, it. I didn't know this type of software existed. So you know, you have like CRMs, right? The client relationship management stuff, like Base and uh, HubSpot, and a couple others. If anybody's familiar with those, and then you have invoicing software like Harvest, or you know, I think QuickBooks can do invoicing directly. Yeah. And then you have um, you might have like some kind of ticket management if you if you run a, a business that needs ticketing so like for us if somebody has a problem with their website they can submit a ticket and we can go back and fix it and we were using like six different pieces of software that didn't really talk to each other well uh oh like uh, task management right so you've got something like teamwork or asana or something else that does uh, task management and potentially does time tracking um if you can get something that incorporates into harvest or something similar which is what we were doing and we uh my, my boss was at a uh, an agency conference and one of the speakers was the, I, I think he was ended up just being a sales rep, but whatever, he was somebody high up in a company that does agency management software. So it literally handles everything from intaking a lead to generating the sale, sending a quote, uh, accepting the quote, invoicing, building out the project with all your task management, uh, retainers, which are a, a monthly recurring subscription to our services for us in this case all the way to you know ticketing and support and it all handles everything in one place including time management so it's been really cool to find that the downside that i'm running into is it's um 
it's a blank slate. So it's like, it's like, it's like running your business off put into it. Well, it's like running your business off this, then if this, then that, where it's like, man, you can do really cool things, but you've got to write all the recipes to make it do what you want it to do. So that's, that's what I've been spending my life since uh, March. I've been, I've been fine tuning and and figuring this out when I'm not doing video production and other stuff. Coding, coding, coding. Yeah. Over at my work, we use uh, Slack, Trillo, and we're starting to use a fresh desk for for a ticket. I hadn't heard of fresh desk. Yeah. Yeah. But Trillo and Slack has widgets that go into each other. Right. Perfectly. Yep. Yeah. And we had that with like teamwork and harvest for time tracking. And that was okay for the most part, but the downside was it didn't, it didn't let you report on, on certain aspects. So like on this one, we can, um, we can literally build in a, a a budget for a project. So let's say we have a a website that's going to cost, um, it's a fixed price. We're actually, they're paying for it a fixed price that's not paying uh, for the amount of work we do necessarily. It's a, Hey, we're going to do this amount of work. You're going to pay this much. And if we go over, it's on us, but uh, say it's a $27,000 project. Um, we can put that money that estimate into the system, not estimate, sorry, the budget into the system. And then as they're logging time, it actually can give real time reports on like, Hey, you're running behind and it's this one that caused it. And overall you're projected to actually run over by, you know, 5% based on how much work you've been doing at the rate you're doing it and how much work is left. And it does all of that because everything's tied and then emails tied into it. That was the other cool part. So I can go back and look at communications that anyone in the business has had with anyone in the other business because all of the emails are pulled in and tied to the company. So like, well, if, if a salesperson had a conversation with someone before the, uh, the sale was generated and it was an email, I can go back and see that stuff and go, Oh yeah, you, you know, we need to make sure we don't forget X because you mentioned that in your first conversation and I'm, they're probably assuming that. So let's make sure we put it in the quotes. So we don't forget that stuff. So it's, it's actually really helpful. It's just, it's a beast to set up unless you pay for their white glove service, uh, which they, wow. they conveniently offer for, God, I think it was like $6,000 or something ridiculous, but they'll spend like two a nominal months. fee. Yeah. They, well, it, if you don't have someone who is entry level project manager, right. Who <laughs> has the free time to figure this stuff out. It, it, it would save a lot of money and headache. If you had an agency you're running with like, you know, if you had 20 people and you had to get this stuff converted from six different places and get in place, and just go and run, then it would have been, it, we would have had to have done it. But we were thankfully at a, a slow point in the season where we were like, Hey, we've got these recurring stuff, not a big deal, but the new, new big projects weren't coming in yet. Cause it was so, a weird part of the, the year. So that's stuff's starting to pick up now and we're finally tweaking stuff. So how's everybody else? <laughs> <laughs> How are we going to follow that up, Jared? I have no idea. The only thing we've been doing is, uh, trying to keep our sanity, working with a uh, new intern we have at at work, introducing him to the um, fantastic world of IT. Hmm. That sounds like fun. Are, are you guys still? Did you try turning it off and turning it on again? Yeah, that's just take that to the back of their ID card. That's just <laughs> that's always my intro when I'm talking to system support at work because I'm one of the dedicated, hey, you call system support because you know computers. So it's, hi, I'm having this problem. It's been power cycled. The cables are plugged in. What do I do next? 
<laughs> they've all been reseeded. I've tried turning it on and off. Like, yes. Can, yeah. can I skip to level two, please? Yeah. Exactly. I, when I was working, I worked for Geek Squad for nearly 11 years doing uh, TV installs and we had corporate issue laptops. So whenever something would go wrong, like I, I'm not like I'm tech savvy. So like, I get it. I don't, I don't do system management. Like I don't, I don't do deployment for like outlook 365 and everything else, but I get the basics of like what you should troubleshoot. And I would always call and go, Hey, uh, field agent having this problem, please send me to level two. And they're like, well, but I'm like, no, I've already powered cycled. I've already done this. I've already done that. I know you're going to ask about that. It's not that like, but please just submit you, please escalate the ticket. Like I just, I don't, I don't have time for this. Like I, I literally, all of my work is done off of this device. And if we don't fix it soon, I can't do my job. So please. (laughs) And I had the same conversation every time. So if I can't uh, do my job, you won't be doing yours. Yeah, well, our intern's still there, and it's been two weeks, so we haven't scared haven't him scared off. him off yet. Yeah, well, no, try he- harder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do not come into this world. Well, no, because he's part of a uh, program, a uh, workforce program. So, I guess they labeled it as office work, and I okay. is not office work. I mean, right. yeah, we spend a lot of time in offices. But it's not office work. Yeah, you're I mean, not pencil work. It's not my it's not my office. I mean it's more it's more office work than my job where I'm lucky to get to sit down for five minutes. Fair enough. Yeah, but like he he thought it was just gonna be like like business office work or something like filing. Sit in a cubicle, answer a phone. Yeah, yeah. But uh the thing with IT work, especially for us, it's a lot of like, hey, you know that stuff you told us uh, that you moved last week and you told us just to throw this stuff uh, um, away? Yeah, can you move those? But we told you to just call this other department. They'll come pick it up. Oh, no, that's fine. You, you, you can carry it off. What's the point of even having protocols? Yep. What's the point of having a chain? What's the that they're they're just going to get us to uh, do it, and they finally fixed one of our two ACs. So we're in the other room with the working AC now. Yay! Finally. Yeah. How but, long was it out? Uh, about four weeks. Oh my! God. In Texas. In Texas in the summer? No. Yeah. No. So we had a giant like four foot fan. We all had our personal fans, but it's all cinder block. So in the afternoon, you would start to feel it. Yep. Well, yeah, because cinder block at that point, it's basically a clay oven. We know yeah. something about that. It's called Hurricane Irma. <laughs> <sighs> and uh, <laughs> so, but we have a problem with the AC because for some reason they decided when they built the, when they built the uh, building we're in, to put a 10 ton unit for one room for a classroom and it's too much for it so you hear it come on like a freaking jet engine and then like two minutes later it shuts off because it cools the room and then it comes back on so it just keeps coming on and off so that's why there's a lot of, that's why they always go out good grief so yeah, we're like we're trying to like tape 
a, a container to the uh, thermostat to keep it warm to make sure the AC doesn't shut down. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but uh, we uh, the the office at the um, the Best Buy store closest to me, uh, where I used to work out of regularly, they they literally took a desk lamp and stuck it on a, uh, a like a a desk. And just turned it on and pointed it at the thermostat that would actually read the uh, the actual um, sensor on the wall because the, the adjustment wasn't available. It actually sent it back to corporate, and corporate used algorithms because oh. in in Minnesota, uh, in April they assume it's going to be cold because they're in Minnesota. And what they don't realize is that it's Alabama. It could be eighty. It might be forty five or fifty, but it's probably eighty. Uh, so they would they would just automate the system but they literally would just turn on uh, a lamp with an incandescent bulb to produce some heat to warm up the sensor to keep the ac from kicking uh or to keep the heat from kicking on because oh, okay. they thought it was cold so it was kind of a reverse process but it was the same thing yeah. we were trying to hack physically hack it uh, yeah we had to do that. Yeah, we into the same problem at my work because living in florida walgreens corporate offices are not in florida <sighs> Yeah, my uh my my one office that I used to work at before I transferred. Um first of all, the HVAC the HVAC uh system for that building was designed by somebody who lived in Nebraska for Florida. So nice. there was a gigantic east-facing window with no tint. And Yeah, you're trying didn't... to get all that heat as, or as much of that um that morning sunlight to warm up the uh the building. Exactly. And then the thermostat, of course, is on the other side of a concrete wall, so it doesn't pick up the temperature changes. So that was fun. But then also, they figure because it's Florida, we don't need heat. So they just didn't enable the heat setting on our thermostat. Oh, no. Like, the HVAC uh, yeah. system was capable of producing heat. You could physically go into the little touchscreen menu and enable the heat, but nothing would happen because it was locked out. And right. we call them first thing in the morning. It's 30 degrees. Give us heat. No, you'll be fine. What? Our our employees are freezing. Give us heat. No, you'll be fine. Oh, the patients are complaining. 30 minutes later, heat. Right. Like, oh, yeah, we uh, don't matter. Thanks, guys. <laughs> no, because they're paying you. You're not giving them money. Right. It's when the house, the house, or the house, whatever, the office burns down. They're like, well, we were trying to use space heaters because the heater would never kick on for us, and the, the building burnt down. Oops. <laughs> Usually, yeah, um... I'll uh, I'll stand next to the. Uh, so I'm an I'm an ophthalmic lab tech. I make glasses all day, and we have this big machine that coats the backs of lenses that puts like the UV and scratch resistant coating on them. And there's a fan yeah. that vents out all of the heat from the UV lamp yeah. that we use to cure the lenses. So when I'm cold, I just go stand next to that. Yeah. Nice. You know, uh, for a while there, we 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 kept telling the AC tech the temperature is set to like 78, 79 to kick on the AC. And like, oh, no, no, no. It's set to like 74, 75. No, because we had to, we took the cover off. We put our thumb on the sensor and did not kick on till 78, 79. So what we ended up doing, we grabbed a water bottle and a box. We microwaved the water bottle and just placed it right next to it. That's some Ferris Bueller shenanigans. <laughs> well done. That's yeah, so like, great. 
so yeah whenever like it the the first check to get there would just okay grab the water bottle throw it in for about 30 seconds or a minute put it next to the uh to the thermostat it kick on and we're fine yeah, thankfully ours you can at least override and the one that they installed in the lab recently, actually, we have full control over. So I just took the liberty of programming that one myself. <laughs> we were looking up schematics on how to cut it from the network and just replacing it with like a soldered or e even a, uh, whatchamacallit, a odometer. Right, because you work in IT. That's the kind of shit you can actually do. Right. We would think about trying to like, hey, can we overwrite the therm thermostat sensor to read out a higher temperature and not have to? <laughs> All right, who's MacGyvering this shit? We actually have a tech like that. I mean, oh, you guys, you would have somebody on your team with access to the circuit breakers. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's right next door. I mean, we have, we have a crowbar. <laughs> Just saying, we have a crowbar. Here, I need to adjust the thermostat. Somebody hand me a crowbar. What you do, no, what you do, what you do is you find out who in the facilities department needs their computer fixed. Oh, yeah. And then we. <laughs> and then, we, and then we you barter. No, no, we activate the Trojan that we have on everyone's computer. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. And like, they like, really? No. <laughs> man, there's some people that you could just mess with all day are you serious yep. totally although it's not it wouldn't be technically a trojan at that point but a lot of um a lot of corporate devices have uh, remote access to the camera and everything else at any point yeah uh, like fa like facebook does on your phone um yeah but for corporate so there was a guy um who i think he was guy he was downloading stuff off of torrents or something on his company laptop and they ended oh, up uh just taking photos with the at the with the right at the time it was happening so like they would get an alert it would activate the camera snap a photo and they 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 brought his attention they're like hey you gotta you, you need to stop and he was like it wouldn't me and they're like really because time stamped that's your face <laughs> like you need to stop that's fantastic oh. and then everyone promptly put electrical tape right over the webcam it was like yep one me. Ah, <laughs> oh, how'd that get there? That's so weird. Yeah. The, uh, the system support people sometimes when I'm talking to them because they like from my intros and how I explain the problem, they know I know what I'm talking about. So they know that I know what to expect. And so they'll just, I'll be in the middle of conversation going over what troubleshooting I've been. And all of a sudden they'll just remote in without telling me. And all of a sudden the mouse starts going all this crazy shit. And I'm like, oh. and the guy's like, oh yeah, sorry. I remote it in. Gee, yeah. thanks for that. Ours always had to, I don't know if they did it for um, making us feel better because I know they could remote activate the camera and stuff. So I assume they could remote control with the same ease unless corporate locked them out in a certain tier tech had access, I guess maybe, but they would always have us use um, log me and rescue like that, a, a company account they would, they would send you the one one use download and it would uh give permission to, to access i always yeah. thought it was weird they didn't have back access to like oh you're having issues cool well let me log in it was weird they, they had to actually get 
um, permission, even though it was their device. It was really strange. That is really weird. red tape. Cause, yeah, because yeah. ours, like, sometimes this, like, because you know how sometimes when somebody remotes in, like, the screen will flash for a second, and then yeah. they do, like, right. sometimes it doesn't even do that. Sometimes your mouse just starts fucking moving while you're talking to the guy, and if you don't know it's about to happen, you freak the fuck out. Oh, that's yeah. because they've been watching you all day. You didn't see it flash before you got in. Well, they uh, <laughs> we don't have we don't have cameras, thankfully. So, but like no, I just we... meant on screen and watching what you were doing. Oh yeah, that um, you know of. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you da, don't realize da, that little black da. speck isn't dirt. It's actually um, a camera. The monitor. I'm pretty sure that the mon- the monitors in my current office were manufactured in the early 2000s. So I would be impressed uh, if they had invisible cameras. Yeah, dude, they're not even widescreen. No, they are flat have- screen, but they're four oh, okay. three four. They're four three flat panels. Oh wow! Oh nice. Yeah. They're only designed to look that way. <laughs> yeah, you think they're vents, uh, but that's actually. Never mind. It's my in the logo. La- <laughs> my lab computer still runs Windows XP, and it took me all fucking day to run the disk cleanup utility on it. Oh my gosh. That's not... I can't believe people are still... It's a Lenovo. I people... Yeah, I say people, but it's actually the companies that don't pay for the, the updates. But Right. Yeah. I don't... So, uh, yeah, speaking of all this technical mumbo-jumbo... Why don't we do that little thing we do that's uh, about technical bumbo-jumbo that we've been doing? Gadgets, games, and gizmos. Pew, 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 pew. Things got kind of like... <laughs> no, come on, we never go off the rails here, Raul. We are the quintessential professionals. Always. So, uh, yeah, our, uh, our dear guest of honor didn't put anything in the notes because he probably didn't even know the notes existed. I, I actually formatted those notes uh, originally, so I know they existed. I just did not enter anything. <laughs> so, um, well, I'm going to do the CJ thing and pick on you. Sweet. Uh, so gadgets, games, or gizmos. I haven't played any games recently. Uh, trying to think of, I mean, Shopify gift card, uh, card readers, does that count for a, a gadget that I've played with recently? <laughs> We yeah. just, uh, we, so the, oh God, this is going back to this. My, our business is branding and teaching people how to avoid obscurity. So I'm, I'm going to do shameless plugging. Uh, we, the podcast we do for, uh, the, the business podcast I was talking about earlier, we, um, we pivoted the site instead of it just being a podcast and a business directory. It's now more of like a, everything to do in our area. Um, cause the, the URL is pretty, um, significant it's uh, mobileal.com but like mobile alabama so it the url is helpful um in being a a single place to go find anything about mobile and stuff to do so we're trying to put uh, publish events stuff to do um the business directory the podcast but we also T-shirts. wanted to yeah yeah so we <laughs> just started uh printing t-shirts and um and uh, stickers so with that, we had to find a way to sell them, and we ended up on uh, Shopify. We tried Square, and the integration there into an existing website is pretty abysmal. Um, and by that, I mean it doesn't exist. You have to do a sub, um, you have to do a subdomain, and it's not actually your site. It's still a Square site, so you have no control over 
how stuff looks or anything else. It's really, it's, it's pretty dumb. So we uh, ended up going to Shopify and got to uh, learn how to pair Bluetooth card readers and everything else and realize that if you have a lot of Bluetooth devices connected to a single um, host device, I guess, so let's say an iPhone and it has like 15 Bluetooth devices in its pairing list, the stuff that you connect to randomly, I think that causes problems because <laughs> there's one oh. device in the office that would not pair to this little card reader, but it would pair, the reader would pair to any other device, just not that one phone. And it, no, never. it had like 15 things in its, in its device list. It wasn't connected to any of them, but it had them in the list. And that's the only thing I can think of because it's a, it's a new phone. It's like an iPhone. Um, it might be an XL. Is that what the, the nomenclature is for the, the, the big one that has two lenses? Uh, that's uh, asking the wrong person. No, no, yeah. this one's the seven. The other, the the newer one that's like this, it's the eight, but the one with the little notch is the ten. Well, what's the one with the double lenses though? What's the nomenclature there? Because it's it's like you have the seven, and then you have the seven seven X or seven oh, L. Uh, oh S. Uh, no, 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 the seven plus. It's plus. There we go. So it's it's either a seven or an eight plus. X so it's, it's a new slightly. device. Um. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's close I mean, enough. If, if it's brand new, it's probably an eight. Yeah, well, I don't want to say brand new. Within the last year, he got it, so it may have been a seven before, right before the eight came out. Doesn't really matter. It's it's a relatively new device, so I'm not worried about you know wrong Bluetooth stack or something dumb. It just, I, I'm pretty sure it's just because it has like twelve devices paired to it already. So, oh well. Uh, I think that and flying a drone would probably be. That's not new though, so I don't I don't consider that a like a gadget. I don't know. Yeah, drones are cool. I mean, you know, they're fun. Yeah, no, they're they're fun. I just, it's not like a, I don't know. It's not like, oh, I found this new thing that I've been playing with. You guys should hear about. And it's like, what's, hey, what's it's, a, it's a drone. Time, what's the time on, 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 on the drone? I haven't looked. I don't know. Somebody else go and I'll see if I can figure that out. Um, <laughs> how, how easy are they to fly? Uh, it depends on which one you get. So um, you can get, the, the more expensive you get, the more likely it will be easier to fly. Um, so like the, the super cheap ones you find for like $12. I don't know what that was. Something just beeped at me. Did anybody else hear that? I did not. Nope. That was weird. Um, like it was a chime, like something shut off, but never mind. We're still here. We're good. Uh, uh, if he suddenly disappears, we know his sleeping cell has been awoken. <laughs> right. Uh, the like the thirty dollar ones you get from Walmart or um, Target or whatever else, they have no automation in them. So you're literally having to pick the amount of uh, vertical thrust, and then your was it uh, yaw and pitch, pitch. Yeah, so you're having to pick all those manually. Whereas when you end up going into like the the four or five hundred dollar range, um, like the DJI Spark, for instance, you can tell it to take off and it'll just hover, and it uses GPS and cameras to, to keep itself still. So you can just launch and say, "Cool, stay there." You know, you're supposed to keep your hands on the controller and everything else, but it, literally, if you let go, it just it would just hover where it is, basically. Uh, and then if you spend even more, something in like the fifteen hundred dollar range, they have sensors that, that look around them, so they are less likely to run into things if you're flying i'm not gonna say they have they call it obstacle avoidance it's not perfect they will run into things but it's <laughs> less likely than like mine mine only has front facing because it's an older um phantom 3 pro uh so it only has front facing 
uh, obstacle avoidance. So if I'm flying, if I'm panning to the right and something is there, it has no idea and it will for sure run into things. Or if I'm going <laughs> backwards or up, it doesn't know. It only sees stuff in front of it. So um, it really depends on what you spend. But if you if you get in that um, three to the four hundred dollar ish range, you'll probably have some automation where it'll be it'll be more fun to fly for leisure. The downside to all of those is the um, they aren't as sporty. So if you're like, if you're wanting to get into like racing, that's where you end up building them yourself. Um, and you'll end up spending the same amount of money eventually, I would assume, but they are, uh, the reaction time seems to be a lot quicker because they're not trying to figure anything out. They're just like, Oh, you said go, I go like, it, like, yeah. I don't know what's there, but I'll go. Uh, yeah, there's the, no automation there. The, the, the pre-built ones where they like, before it takes off, they got to pull the, the string to fire up the engine. Yeah, but something like that. Yeah. So it's it just depends on, on how much you spend and what type you're, what the purpose behind it is. So if you're getting one that's for leisure and it's it's more than a couple hundred dollars, it's probably going to be fine. Like you could literally unbox it, read the instructions. By instructions, I mean like quick start guide, <laughs> insert battery, make sure it's safe, put the propellers on, start up the props and go. And it's it's pretty straightforward. Uh, so. safe enough where your kids can play with it or no? Uh, no, uh, well, dep- dep- <laughs> define kid. Um, so funny, uh, well, not define kid, but age what I was more where I was going like a 10 year old, maybe, uh, mine are seven, three and one. So none of those, it's not safe for any of those currently. And we actually, um, my seven year old for Christmas got one of the, the super tiny, like $20 ones that are like this big and they have prop guards and like, it's supposed to be able to just turn on and go. And like, I can't fly that thing because it's, you're literally having to pick, you know, you're having to, yeah, the, uh, uh, you're having to pick thrust and your, your pitch and, and yaw. But the problem is it, the, the center, do you guys remember that playing a Nintendo 64 with a controller that was like two years old? And if you started the, the system and the, the joystick was slightly off kilter, it would, it would affect the, that way perpetually. The zero point. Yeah. It would yeah. affect the zero point. Well, these, the zero point is, it's accurate, except there's no um, there's no spring to put it back in place. So it, like it's it just the stick goes where you put it and it stays there. But at the zero point, there's no indication where that is. So to put it back at zero, you're kind of like guessing. So it's it's really hard to fly. And the prop guards aren't safe because I totally hit our uh, less than one year old in the face <laughs> like the first day we had it, and it oh. the blade literally it cut his lip. I felt oh. so. <laughs> And we, we put it away and didn't play with it for like th- three months because I was like, I, I, it had prop guards on it. It was supposed to be safe. It no. It yeah, but totally. imagine the story you'll have when he's older. How'd you get that st- yeah. scar? I still uh, day when the drones attacked. Right. So thankfully, it's uh, the props are so small and they're spinning so fast. And he was uh, so young. Evidently, they didn't. It it, it only bled for, I don't know, uh, a couple like a minute, maybe two minutes, and it didn't leave a scar or anything. You can't really tell. He's probably psychologically scarred subconsciously, but there's no, there's no outward physical scarring that, that's going to last, hopefully. Uh, and I, I can see it now. He will have this one too. Like, this is why I'm afraid of drones. This yep. video. Yep. This no, we don't video. have video. This was just one of those, uh, one of those no, super no, no, cheap no. ones that doesn't have anything. Oh, no, no, no. you mean this, this video, and I'm yeah. recounting the story. Yeah. <laughs> probably this isn't recorded right this is just live and we're all just sitting around a, a table talking right yeah, it's not recorded. absolutely broadcasting the entire there's, world. there's no evidence here disregard the uh top left hand corner of the zoom call 
Oh, the one that says recording with a little red blinking light. Yeah, yeah that. Oops. Okay. <laughs> it's Ian, just something we put there for aesthetics. My my bad, Ian. My bad. I'll, okay, look, Ian, if you are watching this and you're older, at least you're not your older brother who face planted a toilet and does have a scar. Okay? <laughs> so we're, we're good. Ugh, talk about a shitty situation. Yeah, like literally drove off a stool, face planted into the, the, the toilet bowl and busted his top lip open. And we had to go get um, he had to go get three stitches, technically five. If you count the first three busted before they came back with paperwork because they used the temporary ones. And this kid face planted is into a toilet. He's not um, calm would be no. not an accurate word. So uh, they the, the first three busted before they even came back to, like, give us discharge paperwork. And we we're like, wow, mm, you have to do that again. That's the oldest, right? Uh, that's the middle kid. And that's the middle oh. kid. The first one. Yeah, the first, the seven-year-old. Yeah, this happened to a uh, two-and-a-half-year-old, by the way. <laughs> oh, God. Traumatize him yeah. young. Especially yeah. during <laughs> potty training time. That's the perfect time to do that. Yeah. yeah. And we Man, wonder why I he had bathroom anxiety. Yeah. And we wonder why he hasn't finished potty training. So, oops. Oh, I hope he doesn't watch this when he's older. Although this will be a video that plays at his his wedding. <laughs> not potty trained. Goodness. That that's what you gotta do for his wedding. Like just have a video of like all the embarrassing stories you have of him. Yep. And now that cell phones proliferate everywhere, we've got plenty of footage of him doing ridiculous things. Although he is oh. adorable. Reese, yes. you were adorable. Oh <laughs> but my you God. will pay someday. Being a kid in this generation, all your all, all your mess ups are in HD. Yep. <laughs> we just uh, Google gave me one of those uh, automated videos for Father's Day, right? So it takes all your photos that you upload to Google Photos and makes a video. And it's like, hey, it's Father's Day. Uh, would you like a video? It's like, sure, why not? And it it starts and ends with a picture from the same series of photos um, that nothing is showing but that middle child is is definitely naked in those photos um <laughs> playing with his brothers uh so we've got we've got plenty thank of ammunition google. for later thank you yeah and i, I don't know if you have you guys used the google photos um like yeah. facial recognition stuff oh so no, yeah i i have used the, the facial recognition it's crazy good like I mean, it glitches because it's an algorithm, but um, I realized how good it was when our, even when our oldest was, no, when it came out, um, I uploaded all our photos and it immediately recognized our, at the time he was four, it recognized all of his photos back to his, the day of his birth as a baby. Wow. It was like, it was like, Hey, do you want to, do you want to check these photos? I was like, sure. Okay. Let's see how good you are. Like, let's go for the four-year-old. And I started scrolling back in time and I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm at his birth. Like I'm at, I'm at the day of his birth and that's, it's tagging him. All right. Uh, now I know why people are creeped out by um, facial <laughs> recognition. Like I'm not actually creeped out, but I get why people would be. Cause it's like you, it's literally the first time you're seeing these photos and you're like, yeah, that four-year-old and that baby, they're the same person. And like, you know, anybody who has kids like their face changes so much uh, over the first like you know especially first three years of their life but it still changes even up until now but it like i don't know it's nuts that they can still track that, that off yeah yeah and, and actually accurately track which kid is is which so <laughs> so another uh, weird deviant 
what's crazy is that I'm searching through the people on my on, on my Google Photos. Yeah. Because I go to cons, it has all the people that were in the crowd in the background. Yep. Oh God! So you could oh, so you could like track like Google them. Yep. Well, no, it wouldn't go the other way. It's just if you happen to. If you happen to like. It, well, it recognizes their faces photo to photo. It doesn't know their name. You have to give it a, an association. No, but I mean, if you can image search on Google. E, does it? I don't. I don't. I haven't tried that. That's interesting because I do have con photos too. This makes me curious. <laughs> uh, and we know what do what he's doing when this call is over. I'm going to bed. I might do the image search tomorrow. Um, <laughs> no, but I have noticed, like, I used to shoot weddings. Um, I used to photograph weddings. Got to be careful how you phrase that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I used to shoot people at weddings. Uh, sometimes I chopped their head off. Uh, that's a photographer t-shirt joke. Um, oh. Anyway, so I, I, they would import into Google Photos, and it would be like, oh, who is this person? I'm like, I don't. He was in the back of a shot at a wedding. Like, I don't know who that is. Like, I don't ignore him like i don't care but it would it would it would give me like 30 photos and it's all these the preview is is the cropped in version of just their face so they may have been in the background so you end up seeing this blurry mess but it's definitely the same person i'm like man that's way too good like that shouldn't (laughs) that accurate because it it crops out their face and it's this little what should have been this big and it blows it up and you see it next to like some where i happen to catch them at a party or whatever uh that the after party and i'm like you shouldn't be able to tell a blown out like super blurry picture and be able to recognize that as the same person here but like judging by their tie and their haircut that's definitely the right person i just don't know how you did it google no what's really creepy is that if you're like at different uh, events that like are like all over like say the country mm-hmm. and the same person keeps popping up Right. Yeah, that's why I was curious about the con thing to see if anybody, if any multiple people show up. Hmm. Same person shows up at multiple cons. That would be interesting to see how that how that plays out. Indeed. So, who else has gadgets and gizmos? <laughs> um, I mean, I started playing The Sims Four again. I'm being very careful to ration my time and not sink all of my time into it because that game is a time sink. Um, But I'm going to attempt a legacy playthrough where you play the same family for like 10 generations and you don't cheat, which normally I am a huge like mother load spammer in The Sims. So that'll be fun. Is actually like playing the game like you were supposed to play it. Okay. I played The Sims, I think it was either three or four, and I got up to the point until someone broke in and stole my TV and I was done. Uh, that would have been three. Uh, because like, there are I no... I deal with that in real life. I mean, there's no burglars in four, but you should have bought a burglar alarm. That's like the first thing you buy when you're building a Sim house <laughs> in Sims 1 through 3 is the burglar alarm and the fire alarm. Oh my gosh. There, there, there's no option for a shotgun? No, but there is in Sims 4, if you get enough gardening skill, there's a cow plant that can eat people. Okay. Feed me! Feed me, Seymour! Alright, so to go back to flight time, uh, because I remembered to log in because I got distracted again. Uh, On this current drone, because I've had to, um, hence my knowing that it flies into things if there's not a... uh, if, if you're flying sideways, um, this current one travel distance is about 20,000 feet. 
and that's only about 12 flights. So I have no idea how much flight time I have over multiple. Oh, flight time, I, I, I meant like how, how long you could fly on one charge. Oh, I could answer that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, one battery, it depends on the temperature um, and wind because the, the harder the wind's blowing, the more it has to work to keep up with what you're doing. But in good conditions on an average day, like 70, 70 um, degrees Fahrenheit, probably 25 minutes on, a, on one battery. Oh. But I've got four. So I can fly for about an hour and it takes a little over an hour to charge the battery typically. So I, with a little bit of downtime, I can fly practically all day as long as I have electricity to, to keep charging the batteries. Mm, nice. Yeah, it works out, works out well. Um, I have four batteries because I crashed one and bought the same model. So I have the batteries still. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Now what yeah. we need is for the boring company to make a drone with a flamethrower on it. and You'll be all set. Yeah, I think that might be illegal. Uh, that that putting a weapon on a drone might be the stage at which uh, it becomes illegal. The, <laughs> the, the two devices separate are not a problem. It's when you combine them and and yeah. you know, well, I, that junior and see what happens. I know that flamethrowers are illegal, but no, the, the no, patent, not. are they? I thought it was that flamethrowers no. are illegal, but Elon Musk had to like do some naming loophole. No, I think it's how far they can throw the flame, the said flame. Uh, okay. I think it's a it's a distance issue, if I remember yeah. correctly. Because, um, well, it's Texas, so not many people care. But we have the pair burners, which shoot out a flame about that much. Which normally they're using for cactus for clearing ground. Other people use it to start their their barbecue pits. <laughs> because why of not? Of course they do. Because, because Texas. Texas. Well, yeah, because you you don't want to sit out there in the heat for a whole hour. Just put the pear burner on there and just and okay. Down. <laughs> now I, this is Wikipedia, so take it with a grain of salt. But in the United States, private ownership of flamethrower of a flamethrower is not restricted by federal law. Uh, flamethrowers are legal in forty eight states and restricted um, in California and Maryland. Oh, what a surprise! The place that has a problem with wildfires has restricted yeah. flamethrowers. Right. And then the funny part is it's a uh, it's got an ellipsis. So dot dot dot. A South African inventor brought the blaster car mounted flamethrower to market in '98 as a security device to defend against carjackers. Oh, I remember. That. <laughs> I I want to see those commercials. That, right? Okay, I'm not like that's even right better right. than Trunk Monkey. Yeah, so, that's. <laughs> so my dad, my dad used to ride his bicycle to work. And sometimes he would do the whole put your bike on the bus and go that way thing. Sometimes he would just ride his bicycle all the way to work and back. And he would get cut off a lot because Florida, angry drivers, it happened. And he was, you know, he stayed to his part of the road. He didn't go off into the middle of the road or whatever, but people would like almost hit him anyways. And so he designed a device he never actually built, probably because he did not in fact want to get arrested, but he did design it. Um, which was a length of PVC pipe attached to the handlebars of his bicycle with a hole drilled in it that you could stick a bottle rocket in, stick the fuse out of the little hole, and when someone cuts you off, you just touch your lighter to that little hole. Nice. I like it. Yeah! Like I said, he did not build it, he did not fire it at anybody, but he definitely... He he had he had plans. We uh, 
I had a, a Honda hatchback uh, for a long time when I first got my first two cars uh, were Honda Civic hatchbacks and hatchback number two didn't have carpet interiors and it's a um, they don't have a frame. It's a unibody. So like it's all made at once. And the, the way you have to do that is uh, you have to pour it into a mold and then there's plugs to fill where the, the mold was. Well, the, the plug on the floor behind the passenger seat had come loose and there's no carpet. So you literally could just pop the plug out and you could see the ground underneath. So around 4th of July, we used to drive around and shoot bottle rockets out of the, <laughs> the cab <laughs> underneath the car. So it would shoot out and go out in front of the car. Or you could shoot it sideways or backwards. Um, you just had to trust the person shooting them because if they didn't put it in the hole in time, it would go off in the car and that would not be good. That would cause problems. Yeah. Is that why you didn't no, do good. bottle rockets? Or not bottle rockets, uh, uh, Roman candles. Yeah, no, Roman candles did not happen. It was it was bottle rockets. It was like you mess up once and then we stop. It's uh, you can you you can stop Roman candles. They don't stop for you. You just let them go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, there's a gas tank right there. Eh, it's sealed. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> when you're when you're 16, you don't think about these things. You're just surprised later that you survived. <laughs> exactly. Uh, how about you, Raul? Anything fun oh, and exciting? Oh, uh, Liquid Handicap, which was fun. What did I play? Oh, yeah, DuckTales. Yeah, no penny game this time. Yeah, because I, I, was, I wasn't playing it in uh, OBS. I had hell trying to get it to connect to my PS4 controller. I had to use Steam Big Picture mode and enable the PS4 controller just to use it, which it before it didn't, so... That's odd. Yeah. Um, Did I ever... Wait, what were you trying to use the controller for, though? DuckTales. Oh, okay. That, that's practical. Never mind. <laughs> There's... God, I, okay, I don't... Mm, okay. Uh, the Steam controller, right? It has touch pads instead of joysticks. Yeah. And you can use them for jog wheels, um, meaning... I don't know if that makes sense, but like if you're in a menu and you do a circular motion, it would be like the old iPad, or not iPad, iPod, where you would swipe through the, scroll through the menu as you're making a circular motion. Well, um, (laughs) I got the bright idea uh, to research if anybody had turned a Steam controller into a jog wheel for video editing software and came across a company that... um, does video production and the, some of their editors are gamers. So they literally remapped all the keys to work in premiere pro. <laughs> and you had a, you had a mouse on one of them and then one of them was a jog wheel. So you could scrub through footage. So it was like an old VCR um, scrubbing oh. in premiere when it supported it. I don't think it, it does anymore, but it was literally, you, they would just give away the, the key mapping um, export. I can't remember what they call a file, but you just, imported into uh premiere but you have to launch through big picture which was what triggered it you had to add premiere <laughs> as a game inside big picture launch it and then use the controller and i never i, I actually liked doing it for basic edits the problem was it, i only had the key mappings for windows and my work computer is mac and it's it's not easy to relearn how to edit video on a controller if you can't do that all the time if you're only doing it part-time and it it just got too infuriating trying to remember the key commands on a controller when my day job was using a regular keyboard and mouse and it just got it it got too 
tiresome, but it was fun. It was neat to like sit in bed on a 50 inch TV and edit a video with a controller. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> Not to mention, inst- yeah, instead of hunching over like this, you're just kicking back like, yeah, here we go. Like probably better for your exactly. posture. Oh, yeah. Um, I did get a, a new gadget in the mail. Do tell. Yes, it was just released today, actually. Uh, I picked up the Amazon Cube. I don't even know what this is. What is this? Okay. Okay. You know the fire stick, right? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The, the fire stick. And you know the um, Amazon uh, Alexa Echo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put it together and plug it into your TV with an IR blaster built in. An IR blaster built in? Oh, that's that's helpful. Um, so I can actually have it turn on the, the TV and it it links in with uh, Hulu Live, and you can actually tell it to go to a ESPN, go to a AT and uh, go to ABC with your voice. Oh, that's neat. Yeah, so it's just a little box, HDMI. You can turn the TV on. Um, you can set it up to where the TV box, your sound bar, your your AV receiver, all that stuff. It can turn it all on. Oh, that's nice. It, See it, the um the it comes with a uh, a uh, IR uh, extender, just yeah. a little wire with a little light on the other end, and you can just move it to where you need it, so it can talk to your other stuff. Not completely replacing the remote, but just making it a lot easier. Where you can just like, okay, uh, turn on TV. I don't want to say the A word because it's probably going to turn it on. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Um, I had to change the bedroom one to the E word. Oh, so they wouldn't they wouldn't listen to each other. Yeah, but yeah, really simple. I turn it on. It's like, oh, this this one has been activated on Raul's account. Which is this the account? Yes. Okay. Boom. Oh, that's neat. Because yeah, the, the that's the one thing I wish. Well, mainly because I'm, I'm I don't work at Best Buy anymore, so I don't get stuff at a discount. But um, <laughs> our uh, our receiver, we don't have a remote for it anymore, and I don't want to buy a a Harmony because the one I want needs the RF and IR kit. So those are in like the two hundred fifty dollar range. And I'm like for for a remote, like I'll be I'll be okay. Like it's yeah. not that big a deal because we don't adjust the volume regularly. Um, we usually just leave it low key and tell the kids to be quiet and it, it turns out well because when they're being loud they can't hear their own show so they've learned like <laughs> if people can't hear the TV like we have to calm down and, and bring our volume down some so it actually turned out to be a good uh, yeah. a parenting plus uh, <laughs> but it's literally behind oh go ahead yeah it can actually control the volume as well you can just that's say- that's going to be my next question because that's the only thing we can't do without opening the magnet locked door on the the the, uh, the media cabinet because we have oh, okay. babies so we have everything behind a uh, magnet lock so yeah we, we have a magnet you have to reach up on top of the fireplace grab the magnet unlock the door hmm. and then adjust volume or, or input or anything else but okay yeah, yeah most yeah. of our stuff's on um uh, uh chromecast so something like the the fire stick um or the cube right yeah. um that uh, would actually handle most of our stuff yeah amazon tv cube it's pretty much a fire stick but just uh a little bit more because it's it's you don't need to press the button on the remote that it comes with. Like you 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 you've used the Fire Stick before, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. It's got the the Bluetooth remote, which I think is great. You don't gotta. Mm-hmm. By instinct, I'm just pointing it at the TV because I'm so used to doing it that way. So um, this is. I'm kind of nerding out because I have a friend who this might solve a problem for. Uh, the IR blaster is it one that is meant for a single device that you can stick in um, onto, or is it a a multi purpose multi device blaster where it, it just broadcasts to a big cabinet I, area? What I've been seeing from videos because I don't have like an AV receiver and a soundbar, but from what I've been seeing, they've been turning it on, and it's like. It brings up the receiver, it brings up the sound bar, it brings up the TV, and it just sets everything up. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking yes, but it comes with a uh, extender because just the box itself, I'm like, what? I have to plug in this cable, this right. long thin cable. To IR. <clears throat> no, it has it has one built in because I have it right next to right. the TV. And yeah, it, it blasts out into the room. Okay. Yeah, and it just picked it up. I, I didn't really have the setup is like super simple. I may have to tell her to look into this. If the, if the extender can be attached to a single device, it would solve her problem. Cause it, for whatever reason, um, her TV, you can't, uh, you can't disable the TV speakers. Um, so if you have a sound bar attached and it's a Samsung sound bar, because it's a Samsung TV, the volume command again, for whatever reason, they decide to use the same volume commands for the TV and the soundbar. So no matter which Samsung remote you pick up, if you hit volume up, it adjusts the TV and the soundbar. So ah, she can't rip. She, yeah, it's 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 dumb. <laughs> so uh, what we had to end up rerouting everything. Thankfully, it was an HDMI soundbar. So we had to route all of our HDMI devices to a switch and then out of the switch to the soundbar and from the soundbar to the TV so that there is no audio going to the TV. It's still an issue because it displays the stupid volume bar on the TV for a split second while you're adjusting, but it's at least not an echo issue with two speakers being used at the same time. Yeah. But anyway, and we can move on. I'm so, so Raul, important question though. Now that you have technically two Alexas, have you made them talk to each other yet? No. Because I just got it this afternoon when I got from work. I want to see if you can do that. Because did you guys see the live stream where they had the two Google Homes having a conversation? Yeah. Yeah, like the only start was like uh, a calendar event, I believe, right? I don't yeah, remember what started be... it. Because I was I got there in the middle of the live stream. So I don't know how they boot, how they got yeah, it going. I, I think it was like they used it like, hey, show me my schedule for this date. And it's hey, Google, what do you think? And then like it just kept going back and forth. The event title was was something that would trigger the other to talk, and then they would start replying back. So the first one has to be a question. So an event, a calendar event makes the most sense. I don't know if it was, but that that would work, I think. I just don't know how you would get it to – I don't know how you would get the reciprocal – response from the first unit i want to go back and watch that video now because i i didn't think about how they were triggering that initial conversation it could be like if the question and it's like blah 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 hey google would you like to know more yeah yeah like like if the event is called okay google what's the weather yeah but it would have to be I'm trying to figure out. So initiating the the first one to activate the second one makes sense. 
but how do you get the second one to reactivate the first one before the feature that was just launched today where you can have continual conversations? If anybody's curious, they just, they just released that today. I think where it'll, you can enable, um, follow-up questions without having to say the, the yeah. trigger. Word. Oh, yeah, nice. I, I think I saw that. Yeah. But that just happened today. So that, that live stream from what, six months ago or a year ago, whatever it was, I'm curious how they kept triggering each other. Was, unless you, was that, unless was you, that live stream them testing this functionality? Maybe. I don't know. Unless no, you can, just, hmm? I was gonna say, unless you could get it to, unless you could name, unless you could name yourself the trigger word and have it reply back with your name, like the name on the account, I guess. I don't know. I, I'll have to go back and look. This is probably really boring podcasting, but I'll have to go back and look. <laughs> All we, right. Hey, uh, we are geeking out. Yep. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. Josh, what have you been doing? Uh, I played some 20XX this afternoon after I got home from work to uh, blow off some steam on steam. I still love that game. Uh, first run of the night did not go so great. Wound up just scrapping it because I got myself so low. Probably would have killed me anyways. Uh, second run went a lot better, and I actually made it all the way to what I assumed to be the final boss. And it's a pain in the ass. Um, this is Rocket League? Uh, 20XX. It's a Mega Man-themed roguelike. Oh. It's Mega Man X, pretty much, but it's what uh, that other game that we shall not talk about wanted to be. It should have been, but it wasn't. Gotcha. But but it's it's really really solid game, especially for fifteen bucks. Like yeah. I've gotten a lot of mileage out of it, and it's it's just a real fun. It's got a good sense of humor to it, and it's nice to just you know sit down, do a couple runs to blow off some time, and you know enjoy. But I mean, and it's all procedurally generated. That's the great thing, and it's like depending the levels get harder the further you go on, right? Like, right. it doesn't matter which order you do them in. It's just each progressive level is going to be a little more difficult. That's just how it goes. Yeah. And the uh, the, the one I had just completed, you know, not too long before this, this stream, like I said, I got, I got all the way to the, the, what I think to be the final boss of the game. I'm not really sure what they could have thrown in after that, but it was a extremely difficult fight that I did not win arguably because of a bug but because you can find one power up in the game that lets you shoot through walls and shields Hmm. the final boss of the game has a big shield in front of it and you can only hit it by getting behind it but i had the piece of equipment that let me shoot through shields but it wasn't letting me shoot through that shield in particular and that just kind of seemed like BS to me. Uh, the boss shield is more powerful than regular enemy shields? But that's the thing is there is another boss. There are two other bosses in the games that can generate shields. And it works fine on those. Uh, let's see. The face boss and which one? Which other one? Uh, the Astro Twins. They both have a shield function. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. But it, it, it does with those just fine. But I don't know if it's just, you know, a little bit of spaghetti code instance. But it was like... That would have been easily winnable fight if it had actually functioned the way it was supposed to. 
I, I don't know if they just made that particular shield invincible because it was the last boss of the game or what, but it kind of right. left a sour taste in my mouth because it's like, hey, I finally made it and I can't beat this guy. Um, I know you can do save, I mean, not save runs, but uh, the seeds, right? Uh, yeah, I, I could have I could have done that, I suppose, but didn't really think about it at the time because I've never really done anything seed related before, so... Plus, I mean, the whole part, the whole fun of the game is, you know, just trying over again from the start and seeing if you can do better than last time. Sometimes it works, so, sometimes it doesn't. So are the levels procedurally generated or just like where character spawn points? Uh, the levels are mostly procedurally generated. There's, there's a little bit of a formula to them, but for the most part, each level, the platforms, the enemy spawns, uh, things you can find in them are going to be different every time. The only thing that oh, doesn't see. change is the boss. The okay. boss of the level is always going to be the same boss at the same level. Um, obviously, as you get higher in the levels, they become tougher to beat, start employing new tactics. Yeah, like um, like this platform, or either um, this platforming like section, instead of it being towards the end, it's like at the beginning. It's kind of like just modules that just get shifted around, right? Yeah, so it's it's not perfectly procedurally generated, but... I haven't run into too many instances where it's it's felt like I've played a level I've played before. Okay, so they're, it's they're, not, they're different uh, enough to make it you know entertaining each time. Yeah, it's not. I, uh, what's it called? Um, no Man's Sky, where that was uh, like each level, and now those are permanent once they're created. I guess technically, but initially, the first person to visit it creates it when they visit. So was that yes. right? Yes. Yeah. So it's not in that way. It's just it's it like the fire level will have certain aspects that can be reused, but there's a limited number of configurations, albeit unlikely you'll repeat them. Yeah. Right. It's more shuffled yeah. than truly random, basically. Okay. Still neat. I'm, it's a cool idea. I might, I don't, I'm not a huge Mega Man fan, so I don't know if that'll be something I put on the list, but it's intriguing. It's, it's definitely a fun little game. It's, it's more fun if you're a Mega Man fan, but it's 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 also just an enjoyable side scrolling platformer. Okay. Well, it's it's not it's not really side scrolling cuz it doesn't move automatically, but it is two-dimensional start here and here. Right. But the exact paths you take to get from A to B are going to be different. They'll throw in little, you know, hidden slash deviant paths that take you to power-ups, things like that. Cool. And all that stuff's procedurally yeah, well, yeah what what power-ups you'll find and things like that are going to be different every time you play um as you go through the game you can unlock more that will spawn in the runs and it's it's a neat little system i like it a lot cj and i have played it a couple times on liquid handicap and it's 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 just it's fun and especially liquid handicap and it's co-op too oh please tell me that's you're talking about beer or liquor when you say liquid handicap yes yep Oh, that's a. I have not heard that phrase before. I like it. That's our Every, Wednesday night stream. No, see, Jared doesn't watch live streams currently. I yeah, three uh, kids and a new job. So yeah, that's what I was doing yeah. last night with uh, Ducktales. Every death was a drink, and every boss kill was a death. Was a drink. <laughs> Wait, Are you drinking right now? Drink. Yeah, and then sometimes they'll do versus games, um, and this is where the original name Liquid Handicap comes from, is it started with, I think, Rachel and CJ playing fighting games together, and it's the winner 
of whatever round takes a drink and that's my yeah. liquid handicap nice. and then we also did you know and then it went to the traditional drinking game death counter where if you're playing a solo game yeah death is a drink and boss is a drink and sometimes we'll do extra conditional rules um depending on the game and who's playing um, like there was one time, was like it, it was it was it Raul that you were playing that I made such a bad pun that you added a drink to the counter? <laughs> Maybe it sounds like something I would do. I, I, I think that was something that was done. Yeah, I know someone did it. I just can't remember if it was Raul or if it was during Dale's uh, Donkey Kong Country playthrough. Hmm maybe okay <laughs> um but yeah it's it's fun to watch it's fun to watch cj get both him and josh killed because he picked up so many speed boosts they can't control their characters anymore gotta go fast sorry i had to do that for cj well you guys should be uh should be happy so i just did a quick google search incognito for liquid handicap and you are the first video suggestion oh awesome it's from the June 7th uh, Geek I.O. Show Liquid Handicap with Raul uh, 20XX. Hey, there you go. <laughs> That's and then the next one is uh, swimming for people with disabilities from the Australian Dolphin Swim Program. <laughs> <laughs> that and would the be... First, the first search result is actually from like TSA, and then there's Liquid Access. I have no idea what that's for. Uh, oh, high-end competition slalom ski design for disabled water skiers. What? I don't even... What? Wow, that's a rabbit hole I did not plan on. Um, <laughs> well done with You're the naming. Welcome. Well done. I like it. Sorry, that's like branding stuff is what we're what I do now. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder if anybody else uses that. Nope. You guys are top results yeah, for the, the video. Uh... So bravo. The only other thing that was close to that was something I had uh, I helped a buddy of mine name back when he was doing a lot of Twitch stuff. He was uh, he was doing a thing that was basically like playing a game and it, it was specifically playing horror games with cocktails and whatnot. And he was trying to figure out a name for it. And I'm like, dude, shots in the dark. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Oh, um, speaking of smart home stuff, something I'm really excited for that we don't have our hands on yet, but we do have on order. Nest came out with temperature sensors. Yeah. So you can put them in your room and program your thermostat to prioritize rooms at certain times of the day. And as a Floridian with a two-story house and the top story not being very well insulated. Yep. We've got that problem here. Our our upstairs is always hotter than it is downstairs. So that's something I may have to, we don't have a nest yet, but that might be worth the investment because we always have to adjust that throughout the day slash evening and then night because we're prepping for the morning. Yeah. <laughs> like we've, we, that nest alone is here. worth the investment because that, that's yeah. what brought our electric bill down like. $50 a month. Jeez. Yeah. I need to do that. Um. Yeah. We it's Stop. cold in here because I'm downstairs, but upstairs it's like comfortable. Um, well, it's a little chilly, a little chilly now, but it'll be um, or a little warm now, but it'll be chilly enough in the morning. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, uh, yeah, like obviously, like it's 
it's not zoning, right? Like it's still going to like run the entire house thermostat to get that target room to the target temperature, but you don't have to manually finagle with the thermostat, like set it to freaking 68. So it gets to 71 upstairs. Like you could just be like, no, I want this room to be 73 degrees or whatever. Um, and then obviously if you want to add like smart vents, you can do that. Um, we've, we've slowly been converting robot house to a smart house, uh, when Josh got us an on hub and then we got the thermostat and now we've got the protects and slowly getting everything put onto that same platform that all talks to each other. And it's a lot of fun. Don't like it. The, 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 the final upgrade for robot house is turning it into a robot. <laughs> yeah, so when you when you want to move, it just transforms, gets up, and walks away. Exactly. Like, oh, hurricane season. <laughs> Let's make sure we're prepped. Uh, we are we are working on going solar too, so that's going to be fun. Uh, what are the? Doesn't Florida have weird rules about solar, or is that did they get rid of those? Uh, those got shot down. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, there was a I'm, huge like I was. I don't normally get super political on social media other than just like liking things that I like. Um, but yeah, the, there was a law proposed by Duke energy and a bunch of the other utilities that was basically going to um, require solar users to pay the electric companies for the power they would be using if they weren't on solar. Yeah. And yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and no, they were super dumb. I thought it got passed, so I'm glad it didn't. No, it did not. The one that did get passed because there were two on the ballot. There was that one, which was like, "Oh, this legalizes solar power." Yeah, bullshit. Solar power is already legal in Florida; has been for years. Um, oh. The other one, which did pass, makes it so that the value that solar panels and or solar shingles add to your home do not add to the taxable value of the property. Oh, that's good. That is right? good. Yes, that is good. Yeah. That passed in a fucking landslide. Um, yeah. And that passed during one of the random ass local primary elections. It was on the ballot then for some reason. Um, but that passed. And then the one, like, that... there was a huge outcry against um, against the Duke Energy one that all of the, the solar... Um, all of the solar geeks were reading up on this because obviously it makes a big difference to us and we were all like no vote no on this bullshit and thankfully what it did not get through logic behind it uh, uh, they money. Would money. lobbyist bro <laughs> I know but it's just like well see it's it's all about the wording so um, if the title of the bill is just to script them enough you can get people to to not pay attention to what's actually in it because a lot of people just go in and vote and go oh i didn't realize that we were voting on whether or not uh solar should be legal like oh yeah i'd love for that to be legal that'd be great obviously uh, and they don't actually solar to realize. Be legal. that's a great idea yeah they don't realize that in the solar must be or we want to make solar legal in air quotes there's also oh by the way we're going to give babies cancer and like that's just a part of the bill sorry uh that's what you agreed to i mean yeah we did the solar thing but we also gave babies cancer so sucks to be you guys thanks for voting for us uh yeah it's it's dumb they tried to slip in all kinds of stupid stuff yeah there 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 was something similar a little while back that they were trying to get passed um basically disabling the craft brew industry in florida 
because wow. the, the 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 bill they wanted to they wanted to pass basically the way it would have worked would have been that the craft brewers would have had to sell their beer to a mainstream brewer like Coors or Bush or you know something like a, that a third party distributor like and then buy it back at an upcharge to, to sell, sell it. it in their own establishment yeah yeah there's a there's a weird rule in Alabama I don't know the specifics but we have a local um coffee shop slash uh gelato slash uh place that sells local craft beers mm-hmm. that the owner Ooh, man, the float wants to jump must be amazing dude i made um it's not local but i made a not your father's root beer float with uh banana foster's gelato oh. that thing was delicious <laughs> it was super rich like that's that's a once every like i don't know year type thing it's not a <clears throat> you're not gonna do that one every night because it's super sweet but it was really good uh oh. anyway so they that company the the owner wanted to uh start a brewery so he went ahead and went through the process and, and got his all his paperwork lined up and they they got a spot to start the brewery. And then like right before they started brewing, uh, either local legislature or state legislature prevents them from manufacturing their own beer and selling someone else's beer in the same under the same naming. Like it's not it's a separate entity. So it's it's Serta's. It doesn't really matter. But we've got Serta's coffee and Serta's brewing. But for some reason they wouldn't let them make beer under this brand and sell it in the coffee shop while they also sold other people's like local brewery. It was, it's some stupid rules. They end up not selling any beer anymore at the the coffee shop and just at the, um, they can only sell their Serta stuff. It's it, there's weird, stupid rules all over the place. And it's really frustrating. <laughs> um, I've got a gelato story, which I think I'll save for next time. Yeah, there's always room for gelato later. Yeah, uh, there's a there's gelato to talk about. Gosh. Yeah, see see what happens when, when Budlong doesn't come on for for years. We just end up talking all geeky, right? All and geeky dad all jokes. the time. Dad so, jokes. Uh, yeah. For days. I I think we have sufficiently geeked out tonight. A bit more than thirty minutes. <laughs> Just a little bit. Hey, we got drones, we got smart homes, we got some video games in here. And you, you gotta have drones and video games for your smart house, so there you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, so yeah. If you attach a flamethrower to that drone, that's your security. <laughs> yes, exactly. Don't. You just you stick the nest cam on the drone. And then tie in uh, Google facial recognition because Nest is owned by Google, and then it knows how to track that weird dude that followed you home from the the con. <laughs> and you can toast him with a flamethrower. Just do not show the drone Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this I mean, is what I'm capable of. There is Looks at firearm attachment. <laughs> I see. Hey, uh, hey, hey, Alexa, could you? My name's not Alexa. It's Skynet. I'm like, what? Whoa, hold on. Simmer down. I mean, no, you simmer. Microsoft yeah. was trying to rename Skype to uh, Skynet. No, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I think it's about time we wrapped this son of a gun up. Uh, as far as where you can find uh, Budlong, what about you? 
Uh, I mean, I'm still on technically on Twitter. Nobody in this area uses it, so I'm not on regularly, but I'm at Budlow pretty much everywhere. So B-U-D-L-O-W. If you search that on Instagram or Twitter and Facebook and Instagram TV, which launched today. It's freaking oh, long weird. vertical video. Ugh. Uh, like, like hour, why would you do that? Hour long vi- vertical content because they 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 think it's more natural to hold your phone no. vertically, which I mean I guess technically yes, but no. Like ugh. I get <laughs> technically I yes, but no. I mean it's more ergonomic from like a mechanical standpoint of making the content, but for the content consumer, which is typically the end of this that matters, no. <laughs> Long form storytelling, I just don't get the vertical. Like I, I actually was telling some friends of mine, this ah, I, I want to test it with. I want to find some kind of story that makes sense to shoot vertically and try it. But all the other long form stuff I can think of, like just telling the story, it doesn't like none of the normal, quote unquote, rules work when it's a vertical format. It's just it. I don't yeah. understand. Would you just have I, to I reinvent cinematography? No, it's just it's just like how you would how you would apply. Like, how are you going to shoot a scene like a nice vista, right? So let's say it's something where you're shooting out in um, the the Grand Canyon, right? And you want to show a, a, a beautiful vista. Well, you, you you can't show that. Like, it's 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 now vertical. So yeah, you would, you're looking like, hi, oh, hey, here's the Grand Canyon. You could show a mountain really well. Like, you could show a mountain really well, but you can't show like a a span of mountains. Or if you wanted to make somebody feel isolated in the desert, like you're I don't know. I don't know if that stuff translates. It's it's something to look into. It makes me curious. So at Budlow everywhere, and I'll stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for us here, uh, you can catch us Thursdays at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, just like you did tonight. 7 p.m. Pacific for those of you who don't live in a sane time zone like normal people, Raul. Uh, Fridays at 12 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time for people who aren't here tonight at twitch.tv slash geek.io you can get a hold of us by email at show at geek-io.net uh and pretty much everywhere else is slash geek.io show uh and if you for some strange reason want to give us a call in the vertical format you can do that at 727-489-4335 that's 727-489-geek we have a discord you can uh come on over say hi stop by have a chat post some uh, terrible puns to torment people with because we do love our puns over on Discord. And uh, you can support us and everything we do, including the terrible puns, over at patreon.com slash geek.io. Get you onto the Patreon channel, influence the shows that we make, you know, or just hang out. Uh, But yeah, that's about it for that chunk of the wrap-up, because I do this so often. Uh, Raul, what do we got going on next week? Next week, because we were not able to do it, I'm making a call. Uh, let's play Jackbox next week. <sighs> you and your jacking. I mean... Wait, what? Yeah, all right. We can, we, we, we can, we can Jackbox it up, up in here. Though we might have changes, because I don't know. The boats don't come back till that weekend, or they come back next week. The boats are coming back into the country, but they are not back officially on the network until July. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll sort something out. It'll, it'll be fantastic, just like tonight. No offense, Budlong. 
Hey, hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fantastic like tonight. Tonight was fantastic. Tonight was fantastic. I, I honestly really love our chill shows where we just talk and geek out the entire time. It's almost like we have a segment geared towards that because it's fun to do. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll start that at a later time. Uh, but I guess that means it's time for uh, an update of sorts. Yes. Do we have the bumper for that? No, I don't think we do. So, uh, psh, 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 no, psh. we have we have the the live person right here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. I I can't uh, do it. Yes. What? I don't remember. Dude, I made that bumper like three years ago. I don't remember. I don't even remember the words. <laughs> and now it's time for the summer movie SmackDown update. Why is it yeah. in, in here? <laughs> <laughs> remember, folks, we're professionals. Also, we have an offer from Death by Mage for next week. The summer movie SmackDown update. All right, so everyone is on the board now. We uh, have some movies jumping all over the SmackDown. Uh, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, owned by Josh, and The Equalizer 2, owned by Dale, have been pushed back to 7.20. Teen Titans Go to the Movies, also owned by Josh, is pushed back to 7.27. Mission Possible Fallout, owned by me, has been pushed to 7.27 as well. The First Purge, owned by Dale, has been brought forward to July 4th. And crazy rich, crazy rich Asians, excuse me, owned by Dale, which he bought for thirty dollars, has been brought forward to eight fifteen. Now, let's be fair. I would arguably be more interested in watching crazy witch Asians <laughs> than crazy rich Asians. I can't decide if that's racist or not. <laughs> Um, ending their run this week, Hereditary, owned by Josh, and Ocean's 8, owned by Charles. Entering their second week, The Incredibles 2, owned by me. And as predicted, made you a shitload of money for being one movie. Yes, it did. Crazy Witch Asian sounds like a wuxia film, says Death by Mage. Yes, it does. I would watch the fuck out of that. Um, opening this week, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, owned by Charles. Raul, unsurprisingly, remains in first place with his $20 million. Uh, CJ is in second with $10 million. Charles McFall in third with 9 I am debuting with $6,667,000. Not concerning in the least. <laughs> uh, Dale with $4 million and almost $5 million at this point. And Josh with two million, almost three million. So yeah, okay. Also, anyone else slightly concerned that the first purge got moved to July fourth? I mean, it's topical. Just that's concerning. I don't know why. I think I'm gonna stay home that night. Yeah, I mean, I would be sad if you went out that night, considering what we're going to be doing on July 4th. Lock the doors. <laughs> Put some bottle rockets in the shotgun. We're going to have more <laughs> than bottle rockets. 
Do you have a uh, 1989 Honda Civic hatchback with a hole in the Hashtag no, but I know a guy. <laughs> I technically do have access to that car now. Still, it just doesn't have a working engine. I mean, I have enough auto rockets. We can fix that. I have a membership <laughs> at the best fireworks uh, consumer fireworks store in town and a combination grill smoker. So nice. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, it is. Ah, <sighs> so uh, yeah. I guess that brings it down to me again. God. Uh, with our uh, This Week on Geek.io, there was no generic live show this week because some people are off uh, enjoying themselves in Australia, the weirdos. Eating kangaroos and petting koalas and all their kinds of drop bear shit. I'm going to be really disappointed if one of them doesn't have a uh, picture of one of those giant spiders that are bigger than everybody's head. With the health bar. (laughs) I'd be really upset. Uh, Let's see. On Gamer Geeks, we had an evening of Overwatch, which just sounds rather regal, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, The Anime Otaku Show was nuts this week, with most of our stuff reaching their climaxes slash finales. Uh, A lot of twists, a lot of aliens, a lot of fairies, you know, some towels being thrown down in the kitchen. It's been a wild ride. (laughs) And this weekend's just going to be even crazier. Uh, As we mentioned previously in the episode, this week's Liquid Handicap was brought to you by the 90s and DuckTales. There was a lot of a lot of coins, but uh, no penny game this week. We decided to give Rawls a face a break. It you know gets enough abuse. Oh, maybe that's what I should just do. Every liquid handicap, liquid handicap penny edition. The penny <laughs> game was amazing. And for those of you who aren't super familiar with that, basically we were sabotaging Rawls' attempts to play a game by throwing single bits at him at a time to make the pop up block his view. Yes. He uh he we made a joke he made a, a throwaway comment about the Twitch notifications blocking his view of the game because he was playing looking at OBS because of the of mechanics with setting up the Switch and one of our new subscribers was like oh maybe I'll just keep donating to make the notification pop up so Raul blew up the bit notification to take up the entire screen. And Dale and Josh and Rhino and I just sat there throwing one bit at a time at him. Well, that's great. Yeah. It was good times. Because um, I found the little button that you can monitor an audio through OBS now. Yeah. So now I can actually play through OBS. And do crazy shenanigans like this, which we enjoy. Mm-hmm. And uh, what we also enjoy here on the Geek.io Network is the mana pool. And when preparing to travel long distances, especially via teleportation, it's always advised to ensure your equipment is properly calibrated for the trip. Deposited soundly within the forsaken confines of the Lament, our heroes must find a way to make it to their destination while deprived of their magic. Uh, will they succeed? I know, they know. Do you know? You'll have to tune in and find out. The DM knows. Ah, The Shadow was such a good movie. Like, it's real cheesy in retrospect, but it was real damn good. Wait, right. is Shadow the dude with the, the 
the black coat and the the black cloak, the hat, the red scarf. Yeah. Yep. And it was all mind games was a, and was it a Baldwin? And... Was it a Baldwin that played the shadow? I in the movie, think so. Oh jeez. Oh, I'm gonna have to try and pull it up somewhere and find out because it's it's been a hot minute since I've seen that movie. Oh my! God. It's not like it came out in like the early '90s or anything. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> it's Alec Baldwin. Yep. Yeah. Oh. 1994. God, that's got a good stone. Uh, a good stone. Jeez. Um, <laughs> it's got a good cast. I don't even know where I got stone from because there's no there's no. I was thinking. Never mind. I don't even know where a stone came from. Anyway, it's got a good cast. We need to end the show. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's about it for us this week. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, thank you in advance to the listeners uh, post recording. And uh, yeah, uh, until next week, uh, you guys have a great time. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Play us out, keyboard roll. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this GK Media Network production. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. (laughs) Okay, okay. Surprise post show. Uh, dun 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 surprise we're back we forgot to do that thing where we embarrass carrie by forcing her to read these show titles live so you get a few more minutes of us while carrie has fun so we have don't show the drone terminator lonzo and oscar ferris bueller shenanigans we have a chrome bar crowbar i don't know where chrome bar came from Uh, usually a download Quintessential professionals, when the drones attack, psychological scarring, faceplant into a toilet and got a scar, I used to shoot weddings, and give babies cancer. Wow, half of these are you, but long. Yeah. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> Special guest. I don't, can I vote via that link also, or do I have to do something yeah. weird? Yes. No. Okay. You, you can just go in there. Yep, and anyone can vote, just like our friends uh, Rhino and Death by Mage can add titles. And you can vote by going over to showbot.tv slash show. While we wait for those multitudes of votes to roll in. But it looks like we've got a pretty landslide victory going for the quintessential professionals. Yeah, I mean... It's appropriate. Alrighty. So, episode title, Quintessential Professionals. Yes, the most professional. That's why we had to go back on air. (laughs) That's exactly why I voted for that title, actually. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) I think already now for real we're we're really leaving this time. <laughs> you can't convince us for another encore, I swear.
No matter how many times you scream Freebird, we're done. Yeah, no matter how many bits you throw at us. <laughs> I really just want to see video of somebody now, like, actually screaming Freebird at their computer monitor. <laughs> Good night, guys, again. Bye. Night. Bye, guys. Good night.